This month, a team of McMaster University scientists will use something called a jet nebulizer to administer two new coronavirus vaccines that have just been approved for human trials by Health Canada. Dr. Fiona Smell is the McMaster University professor who is leading this clinical trial. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Can we begin with what is a jet nebulizer? It's a uh, device that produces a solution of vaccine. Uh, the particles are so fine, uh, three to five microns, inhaled right down to, into the lung, where we um, uh, are anticipating that we'll generate a good immune response. It's, it's used in uh, many clinical situations for administering solutions like salbutamol and that in, in our clinical settings. What would in, in layman's term, this would look like a, like an inhaler or is, um, is that what it's, it's similar to? It's a little bit more similar to the devices that they might use in an emergency department when you come in with a child who's all croupy and having difficulty breathing and it sort of um, produces a, a vapor um, under, under control of a small battery operated device. Uh, so it's, it's not quite like an inhaler. It's a little bit more like what we call a nebulizer. Okay. All right. Um, and why would something that you inhaled in terms of a vaccine be preferable to what we're doing now, which is an injection? Uh, we know that the mucosa, the body's mucosa, particularly the lung mucosa, the lining of the lung, is particularly good at developing immune responses against many of the pathogens we come across. Remember, it's the mucosa that the pathogens first experience when we either swallow them or breathe them in. So using a vaccine that targets the respiratory mucosa, we're aiming to generate a really robust, strong, broad immune response where we need it in the lung. Because the because COVID is an aerosol and that's the first place it attacks, so this this means the vaccine would go to that place first. Um, yes, COVID is a um, a respiratory virus that that we breathe in and out from small droplets, and um, uh, yes, the the lung is the first sort of point of call for the virus. How does the, how do these new vaccines that are developed in Hamilton work? It, are we talking mRNA or, or what's the science behind it? So these are adenovirus vectors. You'll be familiar with adenovirus vectors because the AstraZeneca and the Johnson & Johnson vaccines for COVID use an adenovirus vector. What we've done here at McMaster is rather than just use the spike protein, we've included three proteins in the vector. Um, and we believe that using these additional proteins, polymerase and nuclear protein, will get a broader immune response and hopefully an immune response that um, is conserved stays um, robust in the setting of variants. The variants usually have a mutation in the spike protein. If I follow there, you're saying that 
the, the, the vaccines that are for human trials would be more effective against any potential mutations going forward? Well, of course, that's our hypothesis because we've got three proteins <clears throat> rather than just the one uh, spike protein, we would anticipate that the immune response would be broader and, um, and, and our expectation is that it would be more protective than just the one spike protein. Can you tell me about the human trials and, and how, they actually, how they actually would work? I mean, how, how do we understand the efficacy of these? Um, well, a phase one human trial is also, um, and in fact, primarily done to look at safety. So we want to make sure that administering this vaccine by an inhaled aerosol to uh, healthy participants who have had two doses of an mRNA vaccine is safe. And then as well, we're going to measure the immune responses that are generated in the lung by taking some of the lung, lung fluid that we'll examine in the laboratory, as well as in the blood. So that's the nature of the clinical trial. All right. And so that's stage one. And then if that is successful, what's the next step? Um, we're exploring uh, 30 participants for stage one. And then assuming we see good safety and uh, are comfortable with the right dose to use, we would then move on to a phase two study where we would explore the same um, measures in a larger population with goal ultimately of moving to a, a stage three study, phase three study. I'm speaking with uh, Dr. Fiona Smale, who is a professor at McMaster, who is leading a clinical trial of coronavirus vaccines that are inhaled. If this all goes according to plan, and it sounds very exciting, how will this change our response to COVID? Well, I think we've made amazing progress with the current vaccines over the last 12 months. We've really seen that they've turned around uh, the pandemic, particularly here in Canada, where we've had access to vaccines. Um, but as time goes on, I think we're aware of new variants. We're also aware of uh, the immunity from vaccines waning over time. So we're at the point now that we're looking at what we're calling second generation vaccines, vaccines that may have a different um, approach and that we're looking at the inhaled respiratory approach um, and similarly a broader uh, spectrum of activity um, with a broader immunogenicity. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. It is uh, exciting news and, and fascinating. All the best of luck in your continued research. Thank you very much.